Introduction Snowbound A Winter Idol This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Tremblay Snowbound A Winter Idol by John Greenleaf Whittier The inmates of the family at the Whittier homestead who are referred to in this poem were my father, mother, my brother, and two sisters, and my uncle and aunt, both unmarried. In addition, there was the district schoolmaster who boarded with us. The not-unfeared half-welcome guest was Harriet Livermore, daughter of Judge Livermore of New Hampshire, a young woman of fine natural ability, enthusiastic, eccentric, with slight control over her violent temper, which sometimes made her religious profession doubtful. She was equally ready to exhort in the schoolhouse prayer meetings and dance in a Washington ballroom, while her father was a member of Congress. She early embraced the doctrine of the Second Advent and felt it her duty to proclaim the Lord's speedy coming. With this message she crossed the Atlantic and spent the greater part of a long life traveling over Europe and Asia. She lived some time with Lady Hester Stanhope, a woman as fantastic and mentally strained as herself, on the slope of Mount Lebanon, but finally quarreled with her in regard to two white horses with red marks on their backs, which suggested the idea of saddles, on which her titled hostess expected to ride into Jerusalem with the Lord. A friend of mine found her, when quite an old woman, wandering in Syria with a tribe of Arabs, who, with the Oriental notion that madness is inspiration, accepted her as their prophetess and leader. At the time referred to in Snowbound, she was boarding at the Rocks Village, about two miles from us. In my boyhood, in our lonely farmhouse, we had scanty sources of information few books, and only a small weekly newspaper. Our only annual was the almanac. Under such circumstances, storytelling was a necessary resource in the long winter evenings. My father, when a young man, had traversed the wilderness to Canada, and could tell us of his adventures with Indians and wild beasts, and of his sojourn in the French villages. My uncle was ready with his record of hunting and fishing, and, it must be confessed, with stories which he at least half believed, of witchcraft and apparitions. My mother, who was born in the Indian-haunted region of Summerworth, New Hampshire, between Dover and Portsmouth, had told us of the inroads of the savages and the narrow escape of her ancestors. She described strange people who lived on the Piscataquay and Cacheco, 
among whom was Bantam the sorcerer. I have in my possession the wizard's conjuring book, which he solemnly opened when consulted. It is a copy of Cornelius Agrippa's Magic, printed in 1651, dedicated to Dr. Robert Child, who, like Michael Scott, had learned the art of glamourie in Padua beyond the sea, and who is famous in the annals of Massachusetts, where he was at one time a resident, as the first man who dared petition the general court for liberty of conscience. The full title of the book is Three Books of Occult Philosophy by Henry Cornelius Agrippa, Knight Doctor of Both Laws, Counselor to Caesar's Sacred Majesty and Judge of the Prerogative Court. As the spirits of darkness be stronger in the dark, so good spirits, which be angels of light, are augmented not only by the divine light of the sun, but also by our common wood fire. And as the celestial fire drives away dark spirits, so also this our fire of wood doth the same. Cornelius Agrippa, Occult Philosophy, Book 1, Chapter 5 Announced by all the trumpets of the sky, arrives the snow, and, driving o'er the fields, seems nowhere to alight. The whited air hides hills and woods, the river and the heaven, and veils the farmhouse at the garden's end. The sled and traveller stopped, the courier's feet delayed, all friends shut out, the housemates sit around the radiant fireplace, enclosed in a tumultuous privacy of storm. Emerson The Snowstorm End of Introduction Recording by Paul Tremblay, Louisville, Kentucky